This is Just a Few Questions. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor of the 20th Ward here in the city of Chicago. How are you, Alderman? How are you, Alderman? Uh, I would say Alderman. Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor. I'm good, Mark. How are you? Thanks so, for having so, me. I was messing up my introduction because we were talking on the phone. And see, you so regular. You so real. It, it makes me relaxed. <laughs> and okay. And I want to do when I do start yeah. the show, I want to do, do my uh, announcer voice. Oh, to women of Jeanette Taylor, you know. But <laughs> you're so cool. Okay. <laughs> I met you in real life. Uh, uh, and, you're, and you're real in real life and you're real life on the phone. So here's the question real quick. Before I, before I ask you about public safety and crime in Chicago, I got to ask you, you've been all the woman for uh, two years now. Um, do you do you like being, or do you still like being, all the women of the twentieth ward? So I love my community, all that it encompasses. I love the twentieth ward's ability to roll up their sleeves and work with me. Um, I told people when I went to hall city hall, I wanted to take them with me, and they go with me when I need them to. What I don't like is justice doesn't move quick enough, and we're not creating policy that helps everybody. We're picking and choosing who we help. And so that's the part of the job that I don't like. And I actually say I hate it here, but love working with the constituents. I love my community and they love me. I, I, I mean, you are, you were, of course, a, well, probably still are an activist and an activist became a politician. So the, so the, no, 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 stroke, I'm an organizer. I mean, I'm sorry, organizer. And then you became po- a politician. So, that's, you know, were you, were you going to move into the political world? Or are you going to still be an organizer or do you have to make a choice? That's what I'm trying to get at. You don't have to make a choice. That's the problem. We haven't thought about this, this, this career in the right way. You're, you have to be an organizer. You have to be willing to. So think about one of the wonderful things that have happened in my ward. The, the CBA coalition and the Obama Foundation and the city are now all working together to make sure that we have a close eye on gentrification and what happens in our communities. Because that's what organizers do. Politicians pick a side and they'll do negotiations and make you pick a side. That's not what we're going to do here. Everybody has great ideas about how we don't over-gentrify, over-develop a community. They all need to be heard and we all need to be able to work together. And so that is what happens. That's what happens when you bring an organizer into a space. It's my job to organize around what the community wants to see, not what Jeanette wants to see. Uh, I can t- go on for that. That I can talk about that forever. But let's. let's I, mean, I want to make this podcast really quick. Then we're gonna do another one after after we do this one. So, Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor of the Twentieth Ward. When will we see a dramatic reduction of neighborhood crime here in the city of Chicago? When we stop using using our egos and we actually listen to the community and we're all willing to work together. That's all part. That's the police. That's community organizations. That's churches. That's schools. That's secondary um, community colleges. That's store owners. That's business owners. When everybody is willing to roll up their sleeves and work together, our communities will be safe. We're able to provide those needs that the community needs. You can't tell me to pull me up by my bootstraps when I don't have any boots. And it's not because I'm not trying, but because I don't want to. It's because the system hasn't worked for folks in our communities. And so until we don't pick and choose, we help. 
anybody who walks through my door at the office, I help. People who are not my constituents, I help. I help everybody because that's my job. Is it tiring? Yes. Is it my responsibility? Yes. And so when we have that attitude about this work, then our communities will change. And we got to learn to build trust amongst each other again because that's what's lost in a lot of this. We don't trust government. And we, I can't blame people because I don't trust government and I work for them. But we got to be willing to work together to build back that trust. So it is possible that um, whether it's a 20th Ward or uh, some of the you know, high crime areas, even downtown Chicago, there's crime. We will see a... Uh, a reduction in this crime. Of course we will, but we got to be willing to work together and listen, <coughs> excuse me. And now that we're about to get $1.9 billion from the government, that means we bail out the people and not the business and corporations, the banks and corporations. Let me say that. Cause that's what we bail out every time, every time, even during the recent recession, we built out the banks and corporations, and we didn't bail out the people. We have our opportunity to do right by people. We got enough money to help out with housing. We want to make sure people are making a fair amount of wages. We want to make sure young people have programs and mental health services and resources. When you provide all those things, I think about when I was a kid. Um, I was too tired at the social center to do anything other than eat and go to sleep, and I wasn't missing a meal. So... Our young people are idle and find stuff to do because we don't have enough for them. And so we need to invest in communities. When you invest in communities, you see a return on that investment. And that's a safe neighborhood. That's young people outside playing double dutch and roping, hula hooping, and playing basketball and just being kids. Our young people are asked to be adults and make adult decisions and and have nothing to do. And so what do you expect when you suck the resources out of communities? It's just like a cat. A cat, you can feed it, you can love it, but if you back it in the corner, what happens? It'll come out scratching. And that's exactly what's happening in our communities. Well, I hope this message gets down to, goes to the people who live downtown and in, in Streeterville on the north side because, I, you know, some of the north side aldermen, they may complain about the crime, the people from the hood coming downtown. But if they invest in young people on the other side of town, we won't have no crime downtown on their side of town and our side of town, too. Do they understand this? Think, of, think about this. In the 70s, I'm an 80s baby. I didn't even know what a, downtown existed because everything that I needed exists on 35th, 39th, 43rd, 47th, 55th, 55th, 63rd, 67th, and 69th and 87th Street. So there were no needs. You took that from us <coughs> through your laws, through your redlining, through your, when you got to cut resources, you cut our communities first, and then you say, figure it out. No, you give us back the resources and move out the way. See, part of the problem is you try to put the resources in, but then you try to tell us how to run our communities. You don't tell us how to run our community, we won't say nothing about yours. <clears throat> so greed has no end. They robbing us today, but it'll be you tomorrow. We tried to tell y'all that before they closed the schools. We tried to tell y'all that before y'all push these black business owners out of their communities. <laughs> we try to tell y'all that before y'all allow them to sell cigarillos and cigarettes in restaurants. They don't do that on the north side. They don't do that in High Park. So why is that allowed in my community? But then you'll come and say your community is bad, but you won't cut the grass. You won't make sure that I have enough resources 
to cut my 4,000 lots that are empty. You don't give me the resources to try to build. And so those are things that I have to work with other electives on, and I have to work with the city to provide. And then, But when you want to gentrify something, you throw all the resources in the world on it because you want it to look nice for the people that you're trying to bring to the community. And a lot of times they don't look like me nor you. Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor, thank you for being on the podcast. You're more than welcome. Have a good one, Mark. <laughs>